Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of Podcast Assemble, the show where you come for your rambling, geeky download. My name's Tommy, and I am delighted, as always, to be joined by my friend and co-host from across the pond. It's our resident book-related pun machine of the pod, DL. Oh, yeah. How are you, mate? Book-related pun machine? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I, I, that's a bad follow-up by me. I just repeated what you said. Yeah, you did, I, yeah. But I don't understand. Usually, I get it. The ho- this the whole movie we're going to talk about is just book puns. It's That's not all a it book is. That, pun. It's that just, everything's a pun on something from a book. They're not puns. They're literally from the book. No, but that, <laughs> the, the dialogue deal, the dialogue oh, from maybe. the from the from that. the books, it's te- it's it's real bad. But anyway, how yeah. are you, mate? I'm good. I'm. You're good. looking a little bit uh, dusty over there. I'm just you know carry out the. <laughs> a little socky, a little. Trying to give us a little bit of "I want it that way" by the Backstreet Boys. Uh, not anymore. I did enough of that last <laughs> night. That's my my voice is a bit shaky because of uh, all that karaoke, all that socky, all those red wine. What is your go-to karaoke song? You know, I have a playlist. Let me see. And really, it's very, very short. So basically, when I say I have a playlist, it's like the last time I went to karaoke, I was like, I should just make a playlist of the songs I like. <laughs> These three so that, songs. Like, I'm ready to go when I actually go on karaoke. And I opened it up, and I only had three songs. So I did. I obviously got too drunk, and then yeah. But like when there's when there's like ten people there, you only need a I couple. I think like Grease is a good one. Oh, well, all right, like all right. loving, having You need best. a female component in that too, though. No, I'm not going to sing for you. <laughs> you can <laughs> bring it back. You can be the girl. You can I, be the chick. Thanks, mate. I will do that for you one uh, day. The reason being, um, I, I like that song is because yeah, you get both parties involved. Well, that's that's the reason I yeah. like "Senorita" by Justin Timberlake because you get the. Don't know what I'm thinking about. Yeah, but really see, that sounds hard. You. It's hard. Well, that's why you need the female counterpart yeah, there as well. Hard. You need a bit of both. Like now, the ladies sing. It's great. It's perfect. Yeah. It's, it's literally the perfect karaoke song. Fight me. <laughs> All right, and adding it to the playlist is good. Uh, I tell you what, the first karaoke song I ever sang, probably the hardest song I could have attempted to sing, it was "Suspicious Minds" by Elvis Presley, and I was so drunk, and literally I was in front of all of my brand new work colleagues, and I did not know anything except like the main chorus oh that's tough it was it was a nightmare it gives me anxiety thinking about that it's up and down and it's like it's like oh. you want to hear the five songs i've got on so oh, yeah, far please, well, actually i have me. more i have shallow by lady gaga bradley cooper oh yeah of course i have of fly course. me to the moon by frank sinatra good song hard to I pull have, off though yeah uh, yeah but you know for the bold sweet caroline obviously piano man obviously rocket man obviously and rocket Jesse's man girl <laughs> I came out of left field. I was not. A, you're like Rocket Man, Piano Man. What did we just talk Jesse's about? Which one was I'm out of it. Senorita by Justin Timberlake. Okay. It's a really good one. Okay. Give it, give it a go. You'll, you'll, you'll not be let down. I promise you right now. Hey guys, if you don't listen to us chat rubbish about DL going to karaoke last night, feel free to jump around. There will be time codes in the description. And can you please, if you enjoy karaoke and jumping around for time codes <laughs> and jumping around, for, if you just enjoy our karaoke on this podcast Please. our chat then then give us a review you know drop us a five star phone. guys we love it when you do five star review whatever. and if you want to hear more of us singing go back to the 100th episode there is a good six minute chunk at the beginning of I outtakes doubt. <laughs> i doubt that's <laughs> something people want but i tell you they'll what they'll get it anyway we got good feedback from that so when we get to the 200th episode we will absolutely bring back the outtakes because i think 
Sweet. Yeah. I actually think you could even like do an out, like other podcasts I listen to do outcakes, outcakes, outcakes. There's one. Well, there's one. <laughs> outtakes per episode. If they're just like one or two, like in the, in the, in the lead, like as a cold open or like a. Oh, hey, I'm not going to lie to you. When we had friend of the show, Mr. Matthew Bliss, do it, helping us out with this, I would yeah. have absolutely done that. But at the moment, while well, it's me doing it, yeah, it's fuck. the bare minimal effort. Yeah. The MVP. The bare minimal, minimal product. Get it to market. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Get it to Get market. It out. Uh, what have you been up to, DL? What you been, what's been happening in your geeky world? Lots of, you know, the same with Yellow Jackets. We're at the penultimate episode of season two. So that's weekly, right? Am I right? It is weekly. That, yeah. And okay, the last one out is next week. And boy, oh boy, am I excited. <laughs> um, well, you uh, can't even tell me because we've actually started watching that. Yeah, now. I know. I can't, I can't spoil things, but I will say there's some things they did. Uh, overall, I like it, but like how the, it. the execution, it, it's like the last season was like a 10. This one I'm saying is like an eight so far. Okay. But the first half of the season was like phenomenal. There's just a couple of nitpicks. 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 Losty type nitpicks? Not necessarily. More actual execution style nitpicks where I'm like, I like what you did. I just wish you did it differently. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. All right. So uh, it's not. Uh, it's how, not you, how are you enjoying it? It's like, not on my list of things because we've only watched two episodes. We haven't had a lot of come time. Come on, there's two episodes. Talk, no, no. talk to me. Talk to me. I am enjoying it a lot. I think it's yeah. got real creep value. Like the second episode, I think <laughs> I even texted. Value? Like it's real creepy. Oh, like, I've like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, never heard that phrase. <laughs> creep value came out of my As mouth. In, like sometimes I'm sticking with it. Being creepy has value. <laughs> So that guy's got mad Absolutely not. HR will come after you. Yeah, okay. I think, uh, I think I texted you actually when, I, when we were watching it. We watched the second episode recently and there is a scene for anyone who's squeamish out there. And I'm like, so you know this about me. I broke my leg pretty bad when I was about 25 and it's made me particularly squeamish about anything Gore. breaking related uh, or anything that's like... A couple, couple scenes there. There is a literal yeah, scene, scene in the second episode where a dude has half a plane just crushing his leg and it is grim as you like to say knee was porridge <laughs> no his leg was knee slow <laughs> was he had, porridge he had liam neeson's legs yes yeah absolutely they should have been yeah <laughs> for sure um Look, yeah that, i like it it's got some real creepy tones that whole episode is particularly gruesome oh absolutely but like i mean there's this is a gruesome show yes i mean you can see where it's going oh absolutely who's who's, <laughs> who's the girl with the glasses who's like she's like, oh misty she's not yeah she's she's whoa. by far the best character cray cray by far the best cray cray like by far my favorite yeah and i, I could you, you could see even like when they were seeding it in the very yeah. early even the first episode when she wasn't even like a, a key character i yeah. was like she gonna be yeah. She gonna be cray. But it's just a she's just a really well engineered fun Completely. character because you Completely. just like cannot understand her, but also root for her. I feel like she subverts a lot of expectations as well. She's Ma- good. well many times you. She's just very unique. Yeah. Okay. I, I like just, that. You know, like usually when someone does some of the things she does, you're like, it's hard to root for. Sure. But like you'll find. I'm yourself, not rooting for her right now. Right now, no. But you'll find yourself start to root for her. Okay. All right. Yeah. Interesting. Good cast. Like everyone in it. Yeah. Anyone yeah. that you don't like. I think it's like, I think it's off the top mm. of my head. I can't think of one. Mm, good point. Uh, I, yeah, no, they're all pretty good. Melanie Linsky kind of bugs me, but that's the point. I think she's, she's supposed, she's to. supposed yeah. to bug you. She just did the episode where she killed the rabbits and she cooked one for their dinner. Yeah. Yum. And it was like, oh, duh. rabbits do. Yeah, exactly. Well, chili. Yeah. Chili con carne chili, al yeah. rabito. That sounds fucking good, actually. It sounds great. Yeah. I've, I haven't had a lot of rabbit in my time, but Organic. put it in chili. Oof. Rabbits we'll get her in. She rabbits can, she actually can cook it pretty good. It's like savory. Okay. Had it in Spain. Nice. Go to the I've had rabbit before. Rabbit. It's great. Yeah, it's fully it's not even a delicacy. It's just in the UK. You just yeah, get Melanie Linsky and she'll kill it for you. I don't see that in America. <laughs> anyway, 
we have been doing that. What have you? What other things have you been? I've got a couple of things. Into, um, yeah. I've got one that I didn't finish. I'll start with that because I'm intrigued to know if you've seen it. So this last weekend gone, we watched two movies. One of which was This Is Forty. Mm-hmm. Now it's got Paul Rudd and uh, other people in it. Mm. I didn't care to look up any of them because I I turned it off with twenty minutes to go. I was like, I'm I do not like this movie. Gail and I started that movie, but we fell asleep. I well, good. I'm glad you fell asleep Is it because. Not good? So you know, like how it's kind of just like bickering at the beginning, and they're all a bit Shut they're all loud. It does not stop. It is just that all the way through. Is it funny at all? No, <laughs> I did not find a single joke in it funny. But do you like Judd Apatow? Yeah, yeah, it's fine. Oh, yeah. yeah, I'm, I'm down. I'm down for his type of humor. That's because he's done weird. He's gotten weirder and weirder as he's sure. gotten. And I don't know if this is a case of like, because I'm not forty and maybe I don't have kids. I don't relate to it. But even if I was forty and I did have kids, why would I want to watch a movie reminding me how fucking terrible my life is? <laughs> I don't. Even if Paul Rudd is the most charming man on t- uh, in Hollywood, there was I don't a, see there that. was a couple funny parts when I watched it, but it was like only Paul Rudd. Yeah, isolated yeah, to like sure, certain sure. instances of him. There's a bit where he's like asking her to look at like his like his anus <laughs> because he's like, "There's something there, but I can't quite. I don't have the flexibility to look at it. Can you look?" <laughs> and his wife's like, "No, I will not." And he's like, "Look, you had two kids. I've seen everything. I've seen you. I've seen yeah, your yeah, entire thing." And he's like, "Come on," and she's like. Okay, it's it's what you think it is. It, it's it's like that's like a fairly funny moment. Yeah, but yeah. like even that, I was like, her voice annoys me so much. That's his wife as well. Yeah, Judd Apatow's wife. in real life. Yeah, and the kids. Judd Apatow, I feel really sorry for you, mate. Like her voice is so annoying. It's, it's very um, like it's the most American really? chick voice ever. Ugh. Like quintessential accent. But she's Ugh. pretty, and like people, some people are into that. You know, I think style. That voice? Yeah, I do think. I do think. Leslie Mann. There yeah, you go. I do think so. Did not... Look, I, like not the, for you, obviously. I get it. Yeah. I, I get the point of it. I just don't get why anyone would enjoy that. Well, so put I, it in the box. I turned it off. Liam Neeson. Yes. This is 40. She's in the box. We've started a box. She's in the box. <laughs> They're in the box. What else have we been up What's to, buddy? in the box? <laughs> the... If it's her head, I mean, I'm not upset <laughs> at this point. Not you, literally, actress. I mean, the part you play. Well, yes. Good luck taking yourself out of that one. <laughs> we, what else have I been doing? Look, we've been culty, 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 stabby, Still stabby. Still culty. Well, it's a six-part series. We didn't oh, realize. Man, it goes on forever. This wild, wild west. What yeah. Was, what was it called? Yeah, man? I think it is that. Yeah. Netflix shows are normally like two or three. Yeah. Yeah. There's, uh, it's good. It's getting funnier. Now, like. Funnier? It's gotten to the point where. What? Before it was like, they are creating this great society. And now you're like, all oh, this stuff's starting to come out. You're like, yep, it always, <laughs> it always starts good oh, with the cults. And then out. something happens. Yeah. And so that stuff's starting to happen. You know, somebody was stealing money. Maybe we're not sure. And then, but the, the guy that's like the Jesus Christ symbol of this cult yeah. has now like become more um, front and center. Over. Because his like yeah. main person is like broken away. And he just like the first word he's it's just like super funny. Like the first words he says to all his people is, She is the devil. Whoa. Like in this like really slow, like Jesus, like he's just trying to be like, you know, really mystique. Oh, and mysterious uh, it's, it's just really like I probably butchered it, but you have to like the buildup of the whole thing. It's hilarious that you see his face for like four hours of television. You're waiting to hear him talk, and the first thing he does is like throw, go against like one person he's been following the whole time. <laughs> She is the devil. Anyway, <laughs> we move on. That's what hilarious. I, I I feel like I have to watch that at some point. Like it just sounds nonsense. It, it dude, it's just interesting that it could exist and 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 happens so often. Dude, it's like the eighties. Wasn't it longer? 
I think, but like it still happens and today. Bro, some of these people are legitimately like Psychopaths. smart, yeah, you know, oh, yeah, absolutely intelligent, and they just like are backing this like feeling because they did. Some people did. You mean the subjects free. are? Yeah, yeah like yeah. that's for, like that what, thing I find fascinating. It, that's the fascinating part because I'm yeah. like listening to this guy talking. Like you're a normal dude. Yeah. You could be yeah. at the office with me. Absolutely, he's like a lawyer. Like he's smart, and I'm just like. <laughs> I'm like, so why are you doing that? Yeah, what's the go here, guys? <laughs> like, help me understand. I can't get it. Anyway, so that's, uh, that's w- that. When you see them, and no offense, but they're, they're quite, you know, like, you can, you can, you're like, oh, I understand why you got taken, you, you got taken in by this. It makes sense just listening to you Some talk. people. But when you see the ones and you're like, yeah. and, and they, they, they put like thousands of dollars or whatever into their causes and stuff, and you're like, who hurt you? How did you get hoodwinked so bad? Well, some people, it's like, sure, like, yeah, Tom Cruise, and they're kind of weird. That makes sense. Sure. This guy, there's like, there's quite a few of them where you're like, you're just freaking normal. It's a normal dude. Like, how did? Why? Anyway. I don't. I don't get that. What else have you? Been I will watching? be. I will check that out. That sounds fun. Um, yeah. I watched a movie which I'm gonna really highly recommend. You may or may not have seen it. Tell me if you have. It's called Green Book. It's got yeah, phenomenal movie. Yeah, Mahershala Ali. Yeah, phenomenal. It's got movie. Viggo Mortensen. Yeah. What a movie! Didn't it win? Best and based picture? on a real, real life story as well. Apparently, yeah. didn't it win Best Picture? I, I'm not sure. Maybe it's it's, it's been, great. It's one of them that's been on my list for so long. And I was flicking through. We were flicking through on the weekend, and it was in comedy. And I was like, I'm pretty sure this is about like racial tensions in the U.S. Like, I don't know how this is going to be comedy. a comedy. There's, there's funny parts. I found it incredibly humorous. Yeah, I genuinely did. But I wouldn't I, call it a comedy. I wouldn't call it a comedy. Yeah. I think the interplay between them is incredibly funny. Yeah. It's sorry, not funny. It's incredibly fun. Yeah. I like the two of them. I think they work really well together, even mm-hmm. though Vigo's got that weird semi-Italian American accent going on. Like it's not quite nailed, but like I really like his character mm. in it. Yeah. And wow, Mahershal is good. Yeah, I mean the whole thing was freaking I loved it. Yeah. I loved it. But it's it's very much that tale of like um you've got like the stuck up snobs and then you've got like the, the, the normal dudes and they've got to like come to live with each other. It's, yeah. It's great. Yeah. And like alongside like a guy that's like, you know, lived as a black American. Yeah, absolutely. In, like the civil rights era. Right? Yeah. Or even maybe before. And he, so he's just super, super like famous within his craft of mm. being a, like a pianist. Is he a pianist? Yeah. He's a concert pianist. But, and so like everyone knows he's really good, but he still faces the, and yeah. so he's esteemed in society, but he still faces the racism. And you get this kind of from the, I'm walking here part yeah, of New York. Absolutely. Character who like has to try and empathize with them. And there's like, there's a lot, I don't want to spoil it, but it's, it's a great racial, really great. Movie. Uh, it, it, investigation of racism and like family and coming together. And yeah, it's good. Agreed. I like, and I, I thought the ending, uh, the ending. I thought the whole thing was really heartwarming. Like, very heartwarming. In general, very heartwarming. Yeah. Very heartwarming. It's very reminiscent of like To Kill a Mockingbird. Uh, sure. If you've, if you know, that's that, that's but. one we never did in high school. Well, I mean, it is about American. No, but we did like Of Mice and Men and stuff like that. Oh, really? But we never did To Kill a Mockingbird. That's one I would have liked to have wary. done. <laughs> what you got in your pocket? <laughs> that's isn't so that, isn't that a Mice and Men? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The narrative escalation from like the little bunny rabbits yeah. to the dogs to the the girl. It's so it's so interesting, yeah. and it's funny that none of that plays into any of the things we talk about in this podcast. Even though <laughs> no, man. that's how we were taught to do it. Yeah, <laughs> you got one last one, buddy. I do. Nineteen twenty-three. Oh shit! You were talking about this before. I'm paying for Paramount Plus now. Just <laughs> this is this happened. <laughs> This happened over the weekend. Oh shit! You know they're rolling out the changes to Netflix here in the next few weeks. Right? I know. I, that's also I had that in my news. So you, you were leading straight into the news section. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm I'm really enjoying uh, this West. It's like more of a family style show, but it's good. 
Is this so? This is the spin-off of Yellowstone. Yes, and it's the one with Harrison Ford. It's like two generations before. Okay, it's got Harrison Ford in it. Yeah. Okay, interesting. And it, like, it's given me some good insight. Into, like, I like to write. I'm trying to write a western myself on like the side. Yeah, yeah. And nice. it's just given me a lot of good insight into like with ChatGPT. ChatGPT <laughs> is an aid. Uh, into like uh, basically the branching. Like it's a whole thing. Like I just didn't understand the actual literally day to day of it. Right. And it's. They're managing to make it interesting, which huh. sounds like it would be a boring thing to watch on a show. It does. It really right? fucking but they're does. they're managing to make it interesting. But then Harrison Ford's a great actor, and Helen Mirren's in it too. She is. There's another guy, the, one of the sons, yeah. who's a no-name actor. I don't, let me, I'll look him up now, but he's very, very reminiscent of like a Clint Eastwood style, like a young Ooh. Clint Eastwood. And he's just, I think he's going to be pretty big after this if he's not already. His Ooh, name, that's a bingo. <laughs> That's a good-looking dude. Uh, I literally is, watched a clip of that movie before we started this. It, his name's Spencer Dutton in the show. His name's Brandon Skellner. Oh, I have no idea who that is. Skellner. Let me look. That's a. He's in the offer. Vice. Brandon Skellner. That's a Westworld. Really he's in Westworld. Really? Let me I'm see if I recognize him. I don't know if he had a big part, but Brandon Skellner. What does he look like? Oh, he's a good-looking dude. He is a good-looking lad. He's got a bit of a Ryan. Well, in that in, in his initial line, he's got like picture, a, Ryan got a Ryan Gosling. Like, view it's not as a, in real life. It's not like a no. He uh, looks like if you mixed Ryan Gosling with who was the original Hulk? I've forgotten his name. Uh, not Eric Banner. Then Edward Norton. Yeah, you mix but he's those better two together. Than yeah, you mix Ryan yeah. Gosling with Edward Norton. You yeah. get this guy. That's a that's not a bad mixture to have. No, to be I'd fair, take it. Like, so anyway. <laughs> So he's, he's pretty good. I, I just It is a good show. I hope there's multiple seasons. I don't know if this is a one and done or not. Um, we'll see, I guess. Actually, I, don't, I guess it depends on the ratings, right? Yeah. But it's getting great ratings. Anyway, I bought it. So, you know, giving, paying for that now. giving South Park $500 million to be on Paramount Plus did something. Yeah, well, it helps. Yeah. I've got a friend, uh, friend of the show, Joe, who literally cannot fall asleep without putting on like a South Park episode or a Simpsons episode or mm. a Family Guy episode. So did he pay he for just, Paramount Plus? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he paid for it. <laughs> just so we could put it on his, la- his, yeah. uh, his, his, his iPad or whatever so he could sit there and watch it. It's yeah. like nuts. I would like, we, we used to live together like way back in the day and uh, I would be, like it'd be like the dead of night, it'd be like 2 a.m. in the morning. I'd, I don't know, get up to go to the bathroom or something yeah. and I would just hear Family Guy playing in his room because he'd either fallen asleep with, <laughs> with oh, it on or we'd be watching an episode to try and get to sleep. It's oh, like, dear, yeah. dude, you got some problems. <laughs> it's, you know, everyone's got their thing. Speaking of, you mentioned a moment ago. Yeah. You were talking about the Netflix changes. What we like to do now is we like to talk a little bit about the things we've heard in our geeky spheres. And we like to call it Have You Heard? Because we aren't very creative. DL, no. <laughs> what have you heard this week? We did hear the Netflix crackdown. I'm curious if you've had any experience with this. I haven't seen anything yet. Yeah, no. so far, you, we, would, we would know. You're supposed to get an email. We're two separate households and yeah. we're using the same Netflix. There's actually three. Because my oh. brother's on there. Oh. My sister's she, on there. There may be four or five. He's not in the States though, right? He, he's in the States though, He's right? in the States, yeah. Interesting. So we'll be like... So way out of there. We are literally like the test subject. I wonder if we can pull it off because we're very, we yeah. live very close maybe, together. Maybe they'll get booted. I reckon they might. That'd be interesting. they boot me. <laughs> I'm paying for it and they poop me. I'd be like, you guys really got to Anyway. Well, they reckon that I was reading about it, right? So the owner of the account, which I assume would be your email address, hope so, yeah. should get an email saying like, hey, this is a coming. Should I check my email You should right check now? it right now on. Let's see. Uh, Let's then, have like a little. I'll, I'll do it right now. Or or while I do that, you can tell me about a bit of your news. Yeah. Well, there's a bunch of going on and we speak about Netflix anyway. So I thought this is one you liked from this week. So Netflix has hired Arnold Schwarzenegger 
as their CAO. Now, if you're wondering what CAO stands for, we were too. It sounds complete <laughs> nonsense, and it is. He is apparently their chief action officer. Now, Netflix have got a history of just throwing money at dumb shit and hoping it sticks. This sounds a lot like that to me. <laughs> like, let's give Arnold Schwarzenegger a bunch of money and see if he can improve our action movies. Like, what? I'm selling all my shares. <laughs> this is so fucking dumb. It does. This doesn't make any sense. No, it's dumb. Why would you spend money? How much money? Do you, is it just like a publicity stunt, you it's think? It's got to be a publicity stunt. Because they're paying him anything. What What else could it be? Anything. What is he going to do? Has he ever, like, had any insight into movies at all? Outside, like... He's been in them, I get that, but has he done any producing? Has he done any d- he's not done directing. No, Let's I'm see. sure he has, but he dude, he's not good. No. All right, so a new device is being used in your account. Hi, Dre. A new device is being used in your account. If this was someone in your household, enjoy watching Netflix. Queen Charles, Queen Charlotte, a Bridgerton story? Nope, that wasn't me. Yeah, but when was that? That was literally on the 6th of May, but they sent me the email today. No, they, they haven't that's, told. That's probably not it. I reckon. No, not. they haven't told me to. They haven't. Uh, that's interesting. We're, They've we're, not we're actually yeah. come through. Maybe it's a scare tactic. Maybe they're I just mean, trying to. Like that's pretty dumb. Everyone's yeah, maybe they're trying to freak us out. <laughs> hey guys. Oh, he does. He so Arnold Schwarzenegger. We, we are bump, jumping back and forth here. We're not normally like this, guys. We're better than this. He has eleven producer titles. So, ever heard of any just of these? He paid for it. A 2021 episode of a show called The Superhero Kindergarten. Never heard of it. Uh, a movie called V.I.Y. 2, which is the Iron Mask sequel, maybe? Looks mm. awful. Game Changers. I think that's about bodybuilding. He's got an executive producer on. Wonders of the Sea. Uh, Killing Gunther. You ever heard of A bunch of these are like... Look- Sorry to say, I don't know a single one of these. And it makes sense because I don't think he's a good producer. A bunch of these look like they're director streaming type movies, Aftermaths. But he does have producing titles on... The Sixth Day from 2000, which is a movie, and mm. The Last Action Hero. Well, you know that. that that's on our list of th- yeah, the things we're yeah, doing like yeah, today, yeah. right? So we've heard, I yeah. think that's one that is better than the shit we watched today. <laughs> hey, anyway, hey, 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 hey. Don't uh, speak ill uh, of uh, the uh, page master. Well, did you hear this week, yeah. DL, that yes. Tears of the Kingdom's creators, so the new Zelda game, Yes. so the creators are apparently interested in making it into a movie. So... After the success, Mario, yeah. yeah, of Mario, exactly that. After they saw the success of Mario, the couple of directors whose names I would butcher, so I will not try, uh, basically say like they'd be keen to do it because I think it'd be badass. I guess it's a pretty simple story, isn't it? I mean, like you could you could massively dumb it down, right? Yeah. You could make it so easy. And the, the thing we is, you don't that, need to dumb it down. True. Link goes, saves, princess, kills Ganondorf. Well, that's what I was going to ask you. Do you reckon they'd go like the Mario movie and make Zelda into a badass? Maybe. Heroine of some description. I mean, Zelda is a badass heroine, usually. Yeah, she is. I mean, I She's always having to get saved, but like in Super Smash Bros., she fucks. Sure. <laughs> it's a good character. I don't think you can say she fucks in that context. It doesn't Super sound... Super Smash Bros.? <laughs> <laughs> she is a very well-rounded character. I, yeah, I don't think it kind of works when you say all of those words in the same <laughs> sentence, but I'm glad you did. I'm glad uh, we're exactly right here. Uh <laughs> No, I didn't. What do you I hear this week, DL? I didn't see that, but I did see a lot of video game news on the topic of video game yes. turning movies. A lot of video uh, game news this week. Yeah, my favorite of which was... Oh, uh, yeah, so there was a, a PlayStation 
plus event. Yeah, it was basically a showcase, yeah, whatever they call it. Me. I just today. saw a bunch of news. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it all all hit at once. Yeah, it was. Igen was like, f it's it's their favorite time of year. Their yeah, wrists were like massive. Yeah, there's a lot of like scrolling you can go could go do on their news page today. Well, let's just pick a couple of your favorites. Yeah, for like, me, I mean, it's undoubtedly Alan Wake. The oh, trailer that just got good. me hyped. Yeah, of course. Plug to our video games that should be movies podcast from like, I don't know, 2021 at this point. I was going to say 20 years ago. I was yeah. like, I'm not sure I'll be going that 2021, long. where I called that Alan Wake is a kind of underrated game that we should come back to that. That's really fun... does, yeah, yeah, have like the ability to be the story is just really creative and it looks like they're doubling down and it looks like, quite frankly, it looks Resident like Evil yeah. mixed with like true detective Ooh. mixed with like silent hill i was like, like i like all of those words you just said else is there shut up and take my money yeah like you release it now it sounds good it's coming Does it have a release date it does actually they just announced the release date which is october 17th 2023 damn that's soon it's not far it's not that far I didn't think it was going to be I, that soon. And I told myself I have quite a few games to play. <laughs> and I can't buy a new one, so what the hell am I going to do? You got to get through some games, man. Yeah, what do you like got to play? Give me a list again. I've got to play Harry Potter. Ah, uh, yeah, you don't have to. It looks fun. Eh, you're really down on that game now. I you'll you'll enjoy it for like 15 minutes. You do the exploration, but then you go, yeah, I get it. Mm, fair enough. Well, I got to play it. I would just play the new game plus that uh, when your partner finishes it, and then you can just have all the cool moves like. Avada Kedavra and stuff. Run around, kill a few folks, use a broomstick, and you'll be fine. You won't need to. But it's surely fun. Part of the fun is like doing the things. For no, it's so fetch quest. It's, it's so. Boring. Oh, really? It's just back and forth. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And you've got to do all the little side quests with all the different characters who like. Let's be friends. But I'm like, be friends with you. But is there cool side quests? I mean, or I'm is really it... stretching. There's a couple of fun ones. Mm. It's mostly like. Here's a band of raiders. You have to go and get a thing from them. Mm. Do you want to sneak in or do you want to just wipe them out? <laughs> what do you fucking think? <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. It's not. Yeah. At the time I was into it while I was playing it, I was like, yeah. And now like, I gradually just got sick of it. And the story, the way it ended, ah, oh, so dull. So I'm like, mm. God, you're really off. Here. I don't want you to have to sit through that. <laughs> what else you got to play? Uh, well, there's the Horizon Zero Dawn 2. Oh, yeah, of course. There's... There's so much. I never finished The Witcher. I'm still trying to... Oh, you're never going to finish that game. Yeah, but I can because there's a uh, next-gen update. And I might, I'll might. i just pick up where Did I left off. Did I ever give off. you that? <laughs> never finished Breath of the Wild. Oh, my days. I got a lot of shit to finish. I just watched the ending on YouTube of Breath of the Wild. <laughs> I like, think I will finish this. Like cheating, though. I, I think I will finish will. it. I will. It's very big. It's huge. It's so big. Okay. And there's like three levels to it. There's like... That's what she said. <laughs> That doesn't make sense. For the first part. Okay. Yeah. Brilliant. And it could make sense. <laughs> None of that makes sense. <laughs> I'm glad we're back to you, you not making sense. What else did you enjoy from the PlayStation Showcase? Um, Spider-Man 2 was, had some cool stuff. I saw yeah, let's, that. Yeah, let's talk about that. You, I really you, you enjoyed. saw the whole trailer. I just saw some clips. Well, it's like 12-minute gameplay, and I didn't yeah. want to watch that because that's a lot. Yeah, it's kind of like a whole like level. It's, it's too much, yeah. I feel. But So there's a lot of uh, Spider-Man in the Venom outfit. Which is fun, fun. Which is fun, which is, yeah, a real lot of fun. So, interestingly, the last game ended with like a stinger that Harry Osborne, Norman Osborne's son, was in like a 
container thing spoilers for spider-man which i haven't finished whenever it came out AJ. Yeah. it's it's a stinger at the end like yeah. you don't need to know and he effectively he's he's dying or whatever so you know there's all the the, the hints throughout the game that he's in europe and yeah, he's not yeah, around yeah. he's actually in like the oscorp lab being like te- killed no no like <laughs> trying to keep him alive and oh, what they're using disease. to try and keep him alive is looks like the the venom sy- symbiote okay so that's gonna somehow tie in connect with spider-man so spy so Peter Parker will have the Venom symbiote by the looks of it. Miles Morales be Miles Morales. There's Craven in this. There's the there's a lizard in this. There's a bunch of characters. So luckily it's not Aaron Taylor's Johnson because I feel like because we, we're gonna get that anyway. We're gonna get that anyway. We're gonna yeah. you're gonna watch that in the cinema. It's already happening. <laughs> I don't know. Like it looks. It looks really fun. Like the gameplay, some of the battle battling in the symbiote just looked like really creative. And yeah, and some of the some of the nuances they're going to implement. So for example, there's like a new sneak thing where what you can do is you can fire a web across the room and you can effectively like, what do you call it when you're walking on like a high wire? High wire or a across. Tripwire. Yeah. Yeah. And like sneak up on guards and, and do stuff. like bet. So basically do more of the like cat, the stealth the sneaky, kills. sneaky stuff. Yeah. But my favorite, I, I, I preferred that bit. That was so much fun. Yeah, it was. And also I got too excited with the gameplay and would just get the shit kicked out of me a lot. So yeah, well, I just jump in the middle of about twelve guys and be like, "I got you all," and then I did. I did not got them all. It was really fun to just like creatively manage enemies in that game like when you're trying to get overwhelmed. Anyway, absolutely. I liked the one. I, I liked, but also got a bit sick of towards the end. The ones where you'd have like, it was like levels, so you'd have like six I lo- enemies. I love those. I did too. They're so but good. You you couldn't create. So after the first level, you couldn't like manage them the way you're saying. So you could only do the stealth stuff for the first round. And the second yeah. round came in, you're like, they know you're there. Yeah, but that was like the fe- best part. I'd be like swinging some into each other, like yeah. grabbing shit. It was just like so creative. Apparently in this new one, there's uh, it, it looks like there is uh, some sort of attack where you can take two out at once, which sounds mm. great. Yeah. Especially if they're like puny little guards, you'd be like, puny Bang guards. <laughs> That'll be a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, so that's the one we, we saw that. That one was pretty good. Oh, and the map's expanding too. It's going to have... Oh yeah, every Queens and I think the original one was just Brooklyn. It's gonna be three boroughs. Yeah, I it's think. gonna be big. Yeah, which makes sense. It's a sequel, no, it right? was originally just Manhattan, and they're adding Manhattan. Brooklyn. That's yeah, it. They're so adding. they're adding Brooklyn and they're adding Queens, which is right because Peter Parker's from Queens. <laughs> he is. <laughs> I feel like he, he should have been in the first one. Yeah. Any final Any final bits from the showcase? Did you see the handheld? That looked fun. It looked cool. Yeah. Would I get it? Probably not. I mean, it is just like. But Wi-Fi cool. play from your, like, streaming from your PlayStation effectively. Yeah, it's cool. Like the guy says from IGN, like, if you really need to play 8K PS5 on the Dunny, that's how you do it. Yeah. You pay $500 for this thing. Seems like a cool creative thing, but also, like, surely I don't need that. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't care that much about yeah. it. Yeah. It looks, it, it looks interesting. I don't know. It, if it becomes like a PSP and you can take it around with you. Amazing. I'll yeah, but there's it. just no way the hardware couldn't support. I think I was anything. the only person in the world who actually bought a PSP. Many people had PSP. Really? It was successful. I didn't meet anyone else who had a PSP ever. Well, I don't think they brought them out on the bus like <laughs> you. But <laughs> <laughs> I really like that. They did also announce a new Metal Gear. Or I think it's I think it's a remake of the first Metal Gear, which is technically the third Metal Gear, which I don't know how that works. <sighs> but they are That's releasing serious. a new Metal It looks like the graphics look phenomenal. At this look, point, it's... All right, I get it. It's a pretty famous it's well series, renowned. so they're going to make money on it. My favorite was at one point, we talked about doing a Metal Gear episode mm-hmm. because Oscar Isaac had been announced as being like the face of Metal Gear. He was going to do a TV show. Mm-hmm. He was going to be all across it. And we were like, hey, yeah, let's talk about this. And then we were like, 
we started research. I know I started researching. I was like, this is wild. Like, what what am I reading? It's too confusing. It's there's clones. Yeah. There's sons. There's like weird people. You it's can... honestly very Resident Evil. <laughs> really? Okay. Like the end of Resident Evil, like when it got bad. Like the last three games had right. weird shit like that. Interesting. Yeah. But I think people love it. And apparently it connects like well. I don't get it. Mm. Sounds confusing to me. <laughs> it sounds... Mate, but, it is. But like, I guess the question is like, why... If that if that is happening with him as the... Uh, why haven't we heard anything with Oscar Isaac in Metal Gear? Is Great question. Did it actually... I'm it's gonna, a little while ago. Do you want to give it a yeah, Google? I'll give it a Google. Pre-production, very early stage. And apparently Oscar Isaac, according to Den of Geek... Gave away what's holding back the Metal Gear Solid movie. Ooh, interesting. He said it will reach release eventually, even if it's just an idea in his mind. What is it? I'm going to slowly read this. We want it to happen. Be excited. What's the script? What's the story? What's the take? Nobody knows. But hopefully that comes to fruition because there's so much potential for that. It's an incredible game. It's my favorite. Wow. Oscar I bet he's games? never played any of them because he said game, not games. Because there's a lot of those games. There is. There's minimum five, if not probably well, like Maybe they're nine. talking about Metal Gear Solid, like the original. But uh, Yeah, sure. But I mean, like, I don't think he's ever played those games. I don't think he's... He can surely not play video games. He's not a video game guy, surely. I'm kind of... I, I am surprised if he is. I would be very surprised. Have you seen that new Jack Black YouTube video? Have you seen that? It's like... It's, it's Tenacious D back together. Is it just praising The Last of Us? No, no, it's great. It's effectively like... He's like, I'm going to... It's like a song, like... Okay. Like, I'm an adult, I don't play video games, except sometimes this, and then like, sometimes Red Dead, and yeah, Red Dead's <laughs> fucking art, man, okay, maybe I do play video games, it's, re- it's really good, I f- highly recommend it going is checking art. it out. Red Dead's the best. Yeah. It, Shout out to Red Dead. Red Dead 2. Both. Oh, both, alright, alright, alright. Yeah, right, I right. played both. Red Dead 2 is better, but yeah. You got anything else, any other news? That's all we got this week. That's all we got, alright guys. It's over. If there's anything you've heard that we haven't called out. Hit us up. Hit us up at PodcastAssembly on Instagram or thepodcastassembly at gmail.com. We actually have some correspondence later on in the show from one of the friends of the show, uh, which, we'll, which we'll save for the end. But hit us up. We will call you out. We love it when you do. Tag us in memes. Send us things. We love it when... We love, we love all that stuff, we right? Do. We really We're do. rambling. DL. Yes. Do you want to preface our main topic and the anthology we're going for this week? We're tapping familiar well this week. <laughs> it's a new one. A nostalgic well in that case. Uh, movies from our youth. This is a new anthology, or is it an addition to a old? Wasn't the it's Lord a new of the Rings? Anthology. It's a new anthology. Well, let's, let's say it's part we of. We could Lord say of the it was inspired sure. by the Lord of the Rings. I have no idea what that was part of. Rewatch. Sure, <laughs> that must have been part of one of the anthologies. But we are doing the Page Master a from movie 1994. From 1994, a movie that I very much remember. From my youth, pl- watching quite a bit. One of those VHSs that's just lying around, as Tommy always says. Had to watch it because it's basically all you had. <laughs> you know, you, had, you alternated between media the back then. 10 to 15 movies you had. You just flipped in and out. There was also a video game, which I'm pretty sure really? I had. Yeah, That's interesting. Platform- it must have been a platformer back in like those days. it was like a PC. Oh, that's interesting. On the PC. That's very interesting. Yeah. And and much in the and much in the sense of the Lord of the Rings you just mentioned. And I I just realized that the title of it on our actual feed is The Lord of the Wrongs, which I actually think makes way more sense than the Lord of the Rings for that Fair episode. Enough. Uh much in the same way. I have I hadn't actually seen this. So watching it for the first time didn't have a lot of the childhood nostalgia that you did. So well, that'd be an interesting. It will be an interesting counterpoint. Take. They, well, yeah, for sure. I mean, all I'll say is 
the Lord of the Rings in that the Lord of the what do you call the wrongs? it? The Lord of the Wrongs. <laughs> they did Sam so dirty. Oh, they did Sam so dirty. Uh, that's actually a meme that comes up on Instagram regularly. But DL, yes. Before we get into this, do you want to give me a stupid plot summary? Yeah, of course I do, and it is. Kid takes a hard fall and is never really the same. Ah, Pretty simple. Aww. Without spoiling things, I think that's the gist of it. Mine takes a very, very different route. Whether or not you believe <laughs> he is not the same because he went through some introspective journey or because he's permanently concussed. I think for a different reason. Yes. Let me, let me tell yeah, you my stupid plot summary because you will get it very quickly. Okay. You ready for this? Yes. Severely autistic boy gets brain damage and uses imaginative book-based scenarios to probably cover up getting molested in a library. <laughs> so you just think that he's just like blocked this out? Yeah, absolutely. Psychological yeah. trauma. I think he took a he- I think he took a head like bump. Stuff happened to him, and he's like, "This is how I'm going to escape from this." In 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 a uh, Moon Knight, Mark Spector creates a whole new character, and in this, <laughs> you know what, Tommy. You're probably not wrong. I mean, Macaulay Culkin was very famous. I mean, well, well, could this be an autobiographical movie? We'll talk about it. DL, do you want to guess for me before we get into it then, the IMDb score for this? That's so hard. I mean, because like, this is such a weird one. Out of 10. Out of 10. If I even rated this as a rewatch, taking my nostalgia out of it, against other Macaulay Culkin movies... And we're saying like, you know, Home Alone yeah. is like the the ten out of ten, right? On the Macaulay Culkin sure. scale. Of I'd Macaulay. say Home Alone two personally, but I whatever. Won't. You get my point. Yep. The Macaulay Culkin scale. I we can't think ri- of any other. Ho- we got Richie Macaulay Rich Culkin. at like okay. I don't know, like eight. This is a six five. Ooh, it's a six one. Nah, it's not that's bad. A bit harsh. Good effort. It's Good effort. Harsh. Do you want to guess for me then the Rotten Tomatoes score? Now, I'm going to do Rotten Tomatoes and Metacritic together because they're actually exactly the same for the first time ever. I feel like it would be like 85. Like Rotten Tomatoes would like it more. No? I think think in terms of the price is right, I'd be saying lower, (laughs) lower. 50? 40? Uh, Why do people hate this movie? It's got 21% on both. I wonder if it even got reviews. I reckon it's people looking back retrospectively yeah. and going, this sucks. But right, interestingly, the directors, co-directors of this, one was a guy was uh, called Pixot Hunt, and he did Fantasia, which is fascinating, and actually a movie that terrified me as a child, so we will not be doing that. This movie's terrified me too. This one did? Yeah. Interesting. And the, the Dr. Jackal part. Ah, the, sec- the second director was yeah. Joe Johnston. Now... You may recognize that name because he went on to do Captain America, the first Avenger, which is also super interesting. Wow, that's random. I know. This is his start? I mean, he had a couple before this, but effectively, yeah. yeah. Like, this must have been how he started. They they were both apparently in animation divisions, and this was their, like, big, big to-do, apparently. So, great. Good for those guys. But the, the cast is actually super fun. So yeah, it is, we've it's, got it's packed. Yes, yeah, stacked as well. Macaulay Culkin as Richard Tyler. He's got Christopher Lloyd, who you will all know from Back to the Future as Doc, as Mr. Dewey and a bunch of others. It's got Mel Harris. It's got Patrick Goddamn Stewart as Sir Adventure. Stewart. It's got Whoopi Goldberg as Fancy. We're going to come back to that in a bit. Uh, Frank Welker, who you love as horror. And uh, Leonard Nimoy as your least favorite character, Dr. Jekyll, which I find... F- I didn't realize it was Leonard Nimoy. 
I didn't know who that was. All I know is the animation was so scary. We'll get ah, into it. it was creepy yeah. as hell. Yeah, like, we will. Yeah, we absolutely will. That's a good part. So let's talk about this movie then, DL. What's your connection to this? Like you talked about, you had it from your childhood, but like get a bit deeper for me. Yeah, man. I just I remember watching it a bunch as a kid. We had the VHS, as I said, and I, I had the video game and something about I think the concept of like I like to read as a kid. Yeah, I liked. You know, I like. You're a nerd. I get it. You nerd. I liked Macaulay Culkin, I guess. <laughs> As but a the, kid, like he's the, he's the dream. Yeah, right? like the, everyone wants to be that for sure. The concept though of like falling into this world where like you are in the book is it was just like a very unique, interesting, intriguing. This sure. movie when I I remember watching it, and being like, it has a mystique to it, like mm. a mysticism to it, like All right. a high fantasy, like weird dreamlike thing. Like the way that like the libraries, you just like pushed your imagination. The library sure. became this huge, huge, massive, massive, like walls the size of like freaking worlds. Sure. And you're like, oh, but it's a library, but it's this crazy world. It just was so different than your typical Disney animated movie that I think I was just intrigued by it. And I, I think I think it was Disney. Actually. It isn't. That's my point. But right. I was but at that age, all you're watching is Disney. Sure. And it was such a different take and different formula. And you get kind of moments where it's not really a kid's movie like certain oh, freaky moments oh i will i will pick and, out a few and i'm just i think I, that was just like as a kid freaky baby going into like an animation film thinking you're gonna get one thing and getting something so different sure it was did you just, watch it in the cinema i don't think so i think okay. i only had it on vhs all right 994 how old would you have been in 994 giving the listeners an insight by the time let's just imagine i didn't watch it when, it was, when it was out in cinema was i was i was three years old Wait, you were born in 91? 91. Oh, my days. Yeah. I was thinking 2004 in my head, but then now you say it. <laughs> wow, that makes me feel really old. Thank you, dear. It's old. I very much appreciate it. All you. I did was answer your question. Oh, I know. And it didn't... I don't know why I ask you questions, but that's super, like that's a really interesting... Like, like it was just different. I, like, yeah. I didn't have that. And yeah. I don't know why. Like, it's like, there's no reason this shouldn't have been on my radar, but it just wasn't. Mm. I think maybe I was just too busy watching Short Circuit or... Enter the Dragon, the weird films that we had at home. Yeah. So then let's talk a bit about the plot then. What happens? I mean, at a high level, yeah. little bitch boy who fears his shadow gets lost in a supernatural, metaphysical, slash concussion dream world, slash if you're Tommy, <laughs> <laughs> traumatic up, black up box. Trauma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like molestation trauma <laughs> dream. In a library, we don't you... condone molestation. No, we don't. That. I mean, I don't know what I said. I made there. it. I made a joke about it, but uh, what? I don't know what we said there. That would have That's as far as it goes. No, but I'm just going back to my original statement. The dream. Let's just call it a dream. In a library, where he must face his fears against and within the backdrop of famous literature stories, of which they spend no time on any of them. They just brush past. They, they really do. It's the, the Cliff Notes version. It's, it's, <laughs> it's literally. It is the my one problem with this story. Uh, like, look, I'm I'm gonna go big here. I'm just gonna give yeah. you my big problem straight away. Okay. Right. The whole point of this film seems to be, hey kids, read more books. Right. Like, you get all this fancy, this imagination, you get all this yeah. cool stuff, and then instead of actually giving you any information about the books to make you, go, oh that that's interesting. You see them for like 35 seconds, and then you just leave. You're just on to the next one. Yeah. No, I think I think it's just like, what do you want? Because if you do more, it becomes like, a, oh, you're just stealing. It's like the story of each of these books. I think at the point is like the kid asks, what's that from? The parents are like, oh, it's called Moby Dick. Asperger's. It's a <laughs> I'm kidding. Get my point. 
Yeah, Gulliver's Island. Like I, I do. Gulliver, Gulliver now. The Gulliver's Island. Gulliver's Travels. Is that Gulliver's what? Travels. Yeah. The other? I think the thing with it is, is that it's a very short movie. It's like, dude, it's one hour twenty. It's not even eighty minutes. It's so short. Yeah. And I just think, just give those characters in those worlds that you apparently love so much just a bit of time. You could flesh you, them out. You could have given like, you the Doctor Jack Lemire. It goes like. For literally 15 seconds. It's like they say hello and then he drinks the thing. Yeah. I agree. Like you g- just give them five minutes more. Take, each. take a bit of time in horror. Give yeah. us a reason to be scared in there. But like they spend, fi- they, they walk through a great, we're getting way ahead of ourselves. Yeah. They walk through a graveyard and then they're literally at his thing. He drinks his thing and then he falls off a tree. It's a tree. It falls through a hole. It's like, I agree. What? I agree. But like any more and it's like not a kid's movie. Like any more creepy there. Like, but, but who cares? I would have been fine. Just I, give him all Leonard Nimoy. I know what you mean. I get it. I sure. take your point. But to your point, it is a fuck. This movie moves. It yeah. goes, I was like watching it. I was like, oh, well, I guess I can also watch something else tonight. <laughs> yeah. this, is, this is quick. It was so fast. I, yeah. I had time to do other stuff. But interestingly, the movie itself, it apparently went under like a lengthy production process. Yeah, three years. Which is really interesting for the type of thing. But mainly due, I think, to the combined like live action, which you've not really talked about, and then the animation elements. Because it is like a properly, mostly animated movie. Yeah, when we talk about the plot and we talk about the kid that faces his fears in this dream state. Yeah. He basically, we're introduced to Nicole Culkin, who's like, well, fears everything. Got a statistic for everything about why you can die and be... He's the rain man. Yeah. Sure. For, for statistics on dying, apparently. And so his dad, in an effort in an effort to get him outside and, you know, out there and doing things, <laughs> tells him to go to the hardware store, buy some nails for the treehouse they're building. By the way, yeah. the, ride to the ride to the store, like, everything is actually trying to kill him. Like, literally. Like, the thunders are chasing yeah, him. Yeah, no, it's like, I was like, there's a whirlwind at one something point. Something magical is happening, and he has to take shelter. Sure. In a library. Sure. In which case, he is, you know, exploring a phone to call his parents where he slips on the wet floor. Yeah. And gets, gets molested. <laughs> Tommy thinks there. He gets molested. He effectively knocks himself out in yeah. the middle of the library. The thing I find most interesting about the opening to it is when you're introduced to Christopher Lloyd's character, who is effectively, he's kind of the bookkeeper. He's the like, decimal system. Of, of course. That is exactly what yeah. he is. And I, I find him like terrifying and like intriguing at the same time. Oh, that's time. what I loved it. It's got this mystique. Yeah. He's kind of like, it's almost like it reminded me of Hook. Yeah. Oh, that, that, that scene. Yeah. Hook, um, let's put that on that list as well. Go on, keep going. One. Yeah, it's a good one. Um, no, I, I, I love that. And then you, so you get this live action part, a slips and then suddenly you, you're introduced into animation and it becomes like, you know, the animation takes over the library and, uh, we're into this yeah, new he's world. effectively looking like what's kind of like a glass, like a, a stained glass ceiling, but yeah. not kind of animated. And then it all comes down, and like it's very Fantasia in the way it happens. Like yeah. you can see the influences, and it takes over him, and it takes over like everything around him, and he gets chased by a dragon. And it's not really a dragon, is it? It's sort of like a swirling mass, swirling of mass of colors that, that then has, turns him into an animation, which is this kind library of a cool. World. It's a cool setup. It is. I kind of like how they did. Like honestly, I, like it's very I'm, unique. Yes, and I'm I'm saying a lot of like negative things about this, but I was watching it thinking this for the time. It's got like a, a quirkiness to it. It's kind of nice. Like it, yeah. and and because it was quick as well, I was like, oh yeah, this is going to be a breeze. Yes. <laughs> I can do other shit tonight. Yeah, I can play Zelda. It's not long. And on his journey, if we're, as as we're talking about the plot, very quickly after that, yeah, he's introduced to a couple characters. Oh, the the best. Yeah, we mentioned them in the cast a moment ago. So we, you obviously got Patrick Stewart's adventure. Adventure. Who is his first book that he meets? Who's a pirate book? Did not 
did not pick that as Patrick Stewart at the time. Really? Yeah. So I didn't realize it until, well, I did, I did see that Patrick Stewart was on like in the opening. Like it's one of the things that says Patrick Stewart. Yeah, me too. And then I I like halfway through was like, oh fuck, that's actually him. Right. I don't know what it was, but something somewhere along the line. Because I was looking for him or or listening for him even. And I was like, oh, it's kind of weird that I've not really heard him. And then like, while I was sort of like Google, like IMDbing it, I was like, oh my God, he's that book. Yeah. Yeah. He's that book. And then you're like, oh. Whoopi, that's Whoopi. Yeah, that was, you, that you was can tell pretty, that's yeah. So you, the, the, that's uh, fantasy is Whoopi Goldberg. Yes, let's so talk she, about her in a bit. Yeah, she's uh, she's a, another book. And then we, as we move a little bit further in the story, maybe twenty minutes in, you get introduced to another character, horror, who's kind of like yeah. a horror book, kind of slow. That's Frank Welker. Now, what do you want to say about this? Is he is he mentally? I'm disabled? not a hundred percent sure. Is that what they're going for? I think they're going for like the hunchback. Yeah. Which is a really horrible stereotype in like now, but yeah. like looking back, like you can see why they went for it. It's yeah. kind of the, the, that stereotype. But Frank Welker's done a ton of stuff. He's been in the Transformers movies. He was in the original Mortal Kombat movie, uh, a bunch of Disney stuff, Animaniacs. He's been in a lot of things. Mm. He's a, effectively he's a storied like voice actor, which is fun, yeah. and, I, and I and I like I like Frank Welker. I, I like that character. And it's got a lot of charm to it. It's just a shame they went with such a, such a uh, unfortunate stereotype. Yeah, I mean, I didn't, I didn't really think about it until this moment, to be honest. Maybe I'm an asshole. And, but no, I, but, but, but I was at the just time thinking, when you're a kid as well, yeah. like you wouldn't have picked that yeah. up. That's one of those very like look back and oh, yeah, man, cancel. But I mean, the character, the character has comedic moments sure. throughout, and the interactions between him, him and Adventurer Sir Patrick Stewart are pretty funny. Let me ask you a question, yeah. DL, very quickly. Let's do it. If I were to give you a book, hypothetically, or a magazine, or anything, mm. like I was, I was hypothetically giving you a piece of page-based media, and I was saying, hey, this is a fantasy piece of yes. page-based media, would you, how, what would you think immediately? Uh, Lord of the Rings... Right, you you go to Lord of the Rings because when Kings, I when it, when it was happening and they were talking about the fantasy section, yeah. my head immediately was like, "Cinderella." Is that a porn section? Like, what oh is God. happening here? I was like, "What is happening? Is Whoopi Go- What's happening with Whoopi Goldberg's oh, character?" Oh, because of like her, they keep talking about her, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. and they sexualize this book for some <laughs> reason. I'm like, how how is this? What what is happening? It's a fair point. The whole way through, stop yeah. sexualizing it's books. A fair point. <laughs> and then there's the, the weird kiss scene between yeah. her and adventure i'm like yeah. this is that does feel like it just didn't need to be it there. felt like tacked in almost yeah, you know what i mean I like agree. they needed something because it's a kid because the kid's not going to get a kiss 100 percent. but then there are some like there's some really pub- problematic movies from like the 90s where kids end up kissing like an older female character Oof. really odd and I, I saw a thing about it and like that was like the punchline of a lot of movies for like 90, early 90s. At least it's just two books. Yeah, at least it's two books. Two grown books. <laughs> a fantasy book deal. And an adventure book. Fantasy. Fantasy adventure. But what did you think about like the uh, the the voice acting in this? Because I actually really enjoyed it. Right. Look, I think the voice acting is pretty good overall. I think the animation is pretty good too. It's Which older. It's it's older, but it's, it's still great. Um the the coolest part I think is just how you're weaving through yeah. these different stories that you've heard and, and it's brisk. Yeah, it's brisk. You go through horror, you go straight into adventure. You yeah. see Moby Dick. Now that was one I really liked. Yeah, you see. Can we talk a bit about that? Yeah, let's do it. And really then you get like into like the kind of a pot. You, the Moby Dick is like after horror, they you 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 run into the ocean and you're suddenly like. Was that adventure? 
It is it, it, that whole Dick? middle section is adventure. Right. right Moby right, Dick right. into Gulliver's Travels into uh, Long John or Long, Long John, John Silver, Silver yeah. into Gulliver's yeah, Travels. Okay. It's all all adventure. Interesting. Novels. I mean, they're all kind of semi nautical themed. So yeah. like, I, I get that because the, the book is obviously nautical themed. He's a pirate. I like I like that and that the scene. Actually, the Moby Dick scene was pretty horror, like itself. Yeah, they like, both. I mean, I was like, could you imagine? Yeah, they went. Oil? It went like super, like it, it effectively turned into like Kill Bill. Yeah, it went like reds and black and whites, red and eyes, like, and yeah, the big red-eyed whale just destroys their boat yeah, in the middle of the crazy. ocean. Easy. I really yeah. like that whole animation scene was really interesting as yep. well. Like, I really liked it the way. The whale was almost obscured the whole time. Like yeah. you barely even saw it. And it was kind of like when it was on screen, I may have zoned out a little bit at this point, but like when it was on screen, it was kind of obscured. I felt in like a, with the animation style. Until it just destroys. And then book. it just like, yeah. Good no, it was bottom. good. And the guy was like adequately crazy. So you were like, like Moby, not Moby Dick. What's the, the captain Ahab. Is this like the guy that yeah. is trying to kill yeah, Moby yeah, Dick? Yeah. He, he really sets the tone. He's very creepy and eccentric and like i said i think that's more horror angry. than the horror one I, they're both of them more yeah fair. Bad, maybe they're I both think. in that I, I thought just the animation of dr jackal was interesting sure 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 um, sure now going back to my key theme of the movie yes molestation of a child <laughs> apologies i really shouldn't have picked this as a theme which is <laughs> running all the way through they then get picked up by pirates right yes and it is really, really, really creepy how they're just leering at this child. And like, they're effectively like, they're like, he has no idea what's going on. They're all like, this is our only catch today, boys. And it's like, whoa. Why do you go like, <laughs> it's watching you, it I back. Don't, I don't think it was mind. like that. I think it was more like he's going to be, it was. it's not sex slave. He's just going to be a slave. Like literally like do all the work, bro. Well, I mean, like, have you seen Twelve Years a Slave? Like, there's, there's, there's a gray area. Okay, maybe, <laughs> they've, they've maybe been in that ship a long time. Maybe, maybe these things I missed. I mean, because of the beauty of youth. <laughs> yes, but I think that's the difference between watching it as an adult and watching it as a child. Like, yeah, maybe it do, it, it's a little bit like the Mario movie in that sense that it doesn't have that many jokes for adults, which mm. I found quite interesting. I thought it would have more. Yeah, no. It, it doesn't. It's not really, and it's not really all that funny. Like, the, like mainly adventure and horror are the only two funny yeah. okay. moments, right? And, and they're they're hit or miss. But okay, well, look, I'm let, let let me just finish my point here. Yeah. The reason why I feel like this is all sex, I mean, and this is probably in that realm of like jokes for the adults, right? But Maybe. like the reason why I feel like it's all sexualized and all a bit weird is. So let's go back to fancy for a moment. There is literally a direct quote and i wrote this down and while i was watching the movie there's a direct quote where fantasy the novel literally says the words i come from a world of happy endings now if you can tell me <laughs> that isn't like a sexual innuendo Go on, dude that's like, like every fantasy story ends with a happy ending i'm like come on Ray. <laughs> yeah, it does <laughs> that's on, known Ray. it is known oh dear i think it's hilarious uh, it's definitely in there for a reason. But so we've talked about adventure. We've talked about fantasy horror. Then let's talk about why that scared you so much. I just really like the character design. Like, as I, as I yeah. said, it meant, uh, a oh, horror, the character or the beginning part of the movie. Sorry. The, the, as in that part of the movie yeah. where they're in horror. So they yeah. find a, a mansion effectively. A mansion. So we've not talked about this. They're trying to find the exit. Yeah. That basically the whole journey is 
to find the exit sign to which, the library, which, which is, is the library. Yeah. And it's like, but it's in this faraway land, the exit sign, you can see it in the distance. And they're and, going through all these different areas and yeah. they're opening books and which things are, all are coming out of them. Sections of the library. Yeah. And, so like a dog, comes, like one of the Hounds of Baskerville comes yeah, out. Yeah. One, one of the books is like the Hounds of Baskerville all come out and it's look, it is uh why is it why did I like that part? Because it was so different for a child's movie at the time. Agreed. And the character design to me was like creepy and creative. It, mm. If you look at like Dak, they go to a mansion, they meet horror the book, they meet Dr. Jackal, and then he's testing out this new and he's like, the darkness of man isn't everyone. And he's testing out this new potion, drinks it, and becomes Mr. Hyde and starts doing all these crazy things, which is obviously a famous literature story. And of course, he uh, looked. I thought the design was just adequately creepy. It was almost and he, like, and then he was like, "Live long and prosper." And yeah, we all knew what he was talking about. Totally, Leonard Nimoy reference. All right, yeah. it was uh, very much. It reminded me of, like the Babadook that part. I really, I really liked the how line. it was such a like. If you look at Richard's, so Macaulay Culkin's avatar in this thing like his character model yeah and the books he's traveling with so adventure fantasy and um horror even like this is where they meet horror right even horror as well they're like quite disneyified like in their cartoonishness hmm. whereas i feel like there's quite a big juxtaposition between that and what we're talking about with like the Hyde character, who's all like jagged edges and yeah no it was really it was a very big change you see like a huge difference in the animation style which is indicative of like his probably tortured. Oh, this is deep, dear. Give me some more character. of these themes. Um, but it was very. But then, but then they leave. Because like he falls down a yeah, hole. Yeah, I, like, I would have liked to get to know Mr. Jackal a yeah. little bit better. I'll chase him around the house, do a bit of Scooby Doo and yeah. you know what I mean. Like, give me a bit more. I understand. I understand the complaint. It's fair. It's, do you think the like? It's it's obvious, right? So like each of the different zones, areas, book types he goes into like are representing a part of his scaredy cat personality. Yeah, him facing his fears and like yeah. he almost leaves horror and like the book, the mm. fantasy book because like he's, horror is getting dragged in by Jack, the Mr. Hyde and he almost leaves his new friend. Yeah. Well, he, and actually he does, he doesn't act and fantasy comes and saves him. So he's like learning like, God, I'm still kind of a bitch. Like I need to <laughs> you know, really step up. He's learning valuable lessons. Yeah, about he's like, I need how to, to like, treat his friends. How to be like a true friend and be courageous. And there's an, that same, if you look later in the book, that same moment, he could leave his friends. They're like, leave us, get to the exit. <laughs> and he's progressed as a character. Instead, he grabs the armor and faces the, the dragon sword. in yeah. the fantasy world. So, like, it's a classic story of like, face your fears. We're getting into themes now, I guess. Keep going. It's great. Yeah, like we're, it. we're breezing through this one, but it's a short movie. So, the, the, theme would i i would say is literally just face your fears and sacrifice for your friends like there's not much else that's that's very maybe don't poignant. send your kid to the yeah. hardware store <laughs> or don't get molested <laughs> <laughs> america's not a safe place libraries are weird man yeah. libraries are weird there were, there were no guns in there but there were awkward old men so yeah. who knows what happened in there uh i let's just then talk a little bit about the action then because I, I like what you're talking about there so the final area he enters is they're effectively trying to escape. They're in the last area, and the dragon from the original mural, yeah, whatever they are, skylights, just pops up at the right possible moment yeah. to test his valor. Effectively, really, right? it's a cool looking dragon too. Yeah, it looks cool. I like it. It's very, it's very not Disney. No, in fact, it reminds me of the one in Shrek. Just it does, <laughs> yeah. Except not as fat. Maybe not as fat, yeah. More Are we fat shaming a dragon now? Is that how, where we've got to on I this mean, podcast? I, there's fatter dragons I've seen <laughs> yeah. on fucking Dungeons and Dragons. Watch Dungeons a, and Dragons. Chunker. 
That's a good move, man. I want to watch that again. Chunker. I, I keep seeing clip, you know, the clip where he melts. Yeah. I keep seeing that clip on like Instagram or whatever. And yeah. like, I just want to wait and watch the whole thing. Cause that bit where he just, <laughs> it just gets me every time. But like, I quite like that scene as like an action scene because he's got a, he picks up the sword. Well, cause we haven't talked about this, but fantasy. Oh yeah. It has a magic wand. Yeah. Which, and as she gets closer to the fantasy realm, she can use it. So she yes. saves him. About to die by creating like Arabian Nights, I think. She gets like a carpet for him. She gets oh, like she point, finds yeah. a book, she just opens up Arabian Nights and gets him a carpet. They fly away trying to yeah. invade the dragon. And the dragon eats it. The dragon Eventually. eats the wand. Yeah. Eventually. So he he shows his valor. He picks up like a well, he pillages a corpse effectively. Yeah. Picks off its, its helmet. It was uh it was a little bit Dungeons and Dragons, the the game that that corpse from yeah. like the you know the arcade era and i liked that he he picks up the helmet the sword and then he you know stands up to the dragon and then gets immediately eaten <laughs> yeah like he did not he blew like there was like one fire he like blocked yeah he like tapped it on the knee yeah and then it's like uh fuck you got absolutely nowhere yum 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 yeah it's nom, like nom, it's like nom. playing dark souls and you yeah. get to like a dragon that's way too strong for you and it just goes yeah. like you did sure <laughs> so he eats and then he finds the wand inside and I, i'm not i think i zoned out at this point what does he do with the wand he basically finds that he tries to use it to open a book, which he actually finds Jack and the Beanstalk That's and uses it. the wand to like make the Beanstalk come out. That's it. And from there, Beanstalk comes out of the dragon's throat. They ride it all the way up to the exit sign. He is the throat goat, that dragon. I tell you yeah, now. He, yeah. <laughs> fair, fair call. Uh, and then there's a big musical number at the end, right? Like it has a big song and dance. Is there a musical That feels number? really tacked on. I don't remember that. It's like the last place they're in before they get to the very end and there's like pixies and stuff flying around. There is a song. Yeah, it's very Yeah, I don't amazing. think it was at the very end though. I think it's like right before the fantasy part. Anyway, who cares? There is like a random... Look. Celine Dion back song. Yeah, it even, seems that way. It was like a famous 90s artist, obviously. I d yeah, I didn't rate that part. I was That's what I zoned out. so funny. Out, Gil was like, oh, it's a beautiful song. And you're like, fuck that song. <laughs> just everybody likes different stuff, you know? It is what it is. Different strokes for different folks. Yeah, for as sure. Fantasy would say in all of her, her pages. A hundred percent. I was looking really hard to find some plot holes in this movie. Well, I mean. Really hard. It's all a dream, so there can't be. And that's the worst bit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> anything that's a plot hole, you can be like, yeah. it was all a dream. It's fiction. Uh, no. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's all it's all effectively fiction. Yeah. So like I was a bit sad in that respect. But like effectively it ends with him coming back to the real world. He's got over all of his fears. He now lives in a treehouse with his book friends. <laughs> is that about how it ends? Yeah, it is. It does end. And they're like, in, is it in his imagination? Does he have yeah. imaginary friends now because of this trauma he's been through? Yeah. Has he got another personality now? Is he... Yeah, we don't know. He's cooked, probably. <laughs> yeah. Is he going to be best friends with Michael Jackson? Goodness Either way, gracious, dude. that's how we end. Do you want to talk a little bit more about the tones and or themes of this then? I don't think there's anything else to say. We've tones, talked a lot. Yeah, friends, friends over... No, it's like sacrifice is... like True friendship is sacrifice and then yes. facing your fears. And, Absolutely. Yeah. I put... um. You remember that like meme thing where you'd put like a lowercase and an uppercase and a lowercase and an uppercase? Love your yeah, friends. Yeah, I just put learning is fun. Fear is your friend. Yeah. And courage through knowledge. Exactly. It's all the same to me. Read books. Actually, do it though. It's Read like, some books. It's like the... Uh, books are friends. Books are good. If you don't have friends, read books. <laughs> Wow. Is this entertainment, <laughs> by the way? I Why do like I sound like horror? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Keep anyway, doing sound like horror. Go ahead. Yeah. Is this edutainment? It's close. Edutainment? Kinda. I mean, it's definitely like it's in the it's in the realm. It's, I mean, it's cl- like, yeah, you're exposing kids to like some pretty classic stories. Absolutely. Yeah. So talk to me then, DL. What we like to do now is we like to do our three best and our three worst for a thing. Uh, and what we do is we basically say three reasons why you might want to watch this movie and three reasons why you just might not. Yeah, let's do it. I really just loved the horror parts for a child film. Sure, I've got um, that too. I, I think like that was awesome. I love the story is just a unique story. Okay. I don't think you've seen something like this, maybe other than the never ending story. Very similar. Yeah. I, just I mean, there's a lot that. of things where I just you go thought with... about that as yeah. I said it, but what else is there? Well, last action hero, he comes from like a film world into the real world. There's a, there's a no, but I mean thing. more just like, like delving the into ring. the world of like, she was on a TV show. Stop. <laughs> Freaky movie. Should we do horse, a uh, horror do. anthology? We could do horror anthology. Fuck. That's scary. Too many. Yeah. The, uh, I could never watch with a partner. She doesn't like horror. She's such a wuss. Is she, is she, well, how's she dealing with the yellow jackets? Uh, I'm, I'm really coaching her through it. It's tough. Yeah. But then I was the one who got freaked out when the, the leg got crushed. Yeah. Cause you know, I can't deal with that stuff. Squishy, squishy. We talked about. Um, <laughs> the, what was I saying? You got oh, two more worst. Yeah. Love Best, the, sorry. love the, like the fact that it's like this story going through literature. Like to me, that's like very unique. Yeah. Sure. And then the general just design and mystique of the library and the world mm. around it. And it's like this weird, crazy, just different vibe. I like it, it does have like for the time, a very yeah. unique feeling to it. Like, yeah. I feel like it was a bit of zeitgeist in that moment in history, but like, I like the way they've done this. Yeah. In terms of like the animation that yeah. we talked about the animation. Ago, I think that's one of my best. I said it's brisk. That's it. That's one of the good things about brisk it. Too. Pace. I really like Patrick Stewart just hamming the shit out of this. That's a pirate. He was the yeah. He was He's a pirate adventure. It was yeah. great. He uh-huh. was just going for it. What are your yeah. worsts? I would say was a bit more like '90s classic than I remember. Mm. Like that traditional scene where it's like, yeah, dude, do the jump, you bitch. Can't do the you jump. can't do it. Look at him. Like it's just like you said you was. It's like the exact same scene of every like Macaulay Culkin movie. Oh, every single one. Yeah, like so that was I. I forgot about that. And then oh, it's so '90s, isn't it? Wow. Yeah. Like, I think we've been talking about it and not highlighting that one really key feature of this. It's movie. very '90s. So '90s. Fuck. Whoopi Goldberg book relationship was random. Yeah, that was. Too didn't much. need that. Didn't need like all the random comments about her pantyhose and stuff. Sexualizing. Wait, wait, I, Fuck. Yeah. You make my make my point. I did not. Again. Didn't need that. Didn't need it. Happy endings. That happens in fantasy. <laughs> but the pantyhose, that's a new thing. Happy endings in the pantyhose. Yeah. Ooh, ooh. Uh, and then, like, I actually thought, like, overall, the animation was good. But there was, like, the moment when he goes into, like, becomes animated with yeah. the paint and colors. Sure. It, it cool idea, it but sucks. it looked like it was out of like a CD ROM. Like. like <laughs> It like, probably was. Like, it literally looked like it was like a Macintosh-level yeah, graphics from that era. It's not wonderful. Yeah, how about you? Yeah, look, I, I've got two, but I think it's more a general, like, I, like I not having nostalgia for this yeah. made it a real hard watch. Admittedly, I was mostly playing Zelda while watching it, so <laughs> made it way easier. Way easier, but I said it's only every, eighty minutes anyway. I hated everything about Richard Tyler, so Macaulay Culkin's character. Oh, really? Fuck, he was annoying at the beginning. Yeah, he was a bitch. When he's like, 
ladders, you're uh, part of one of every, every third accident in the home. I'm like, are you a robot? Like, what's uh, wrong with And then he's like, you? ladders and trees. What's up to 23%? Man? I'm like, what's wrong? What is wrong with you? <laughs> the dad's pretty chill about it. Like, the bit where he has the ten... argument with the mum in the bedroom. Yeah. I thought that was when he was going to freak out and run out of the house or something. Uh, but no, no, no. He just sticks around. Yeah, he's like, he just hangs out. People don't love me. I don't yeah. Care. And then I've written some of the characters. I'm not sure where I was going with that. But I find a lot of the voice acting in this outside of the main cast. So, like mm. for example, the pirates, like God, they were annoying. Like super stereotypical. Like no variation to them. They could have all been done by the same person. I probably like, would. They probably like, would. This kind of sucks. And in fact, you know what? My final one's going to be that they don't use Christopher Lloyd enough. He's great in this. Mm. He's great in general. We cut out the bit that I talked about in terms of the you know the whole child thing that you know could be awkward. In the long run. But yep. he's a great actor. G- give me more of him. Yeah, like, yeah. Have him as like a guide all the way through or something. Or like cropping up occasionally. Yeah, You're I doing agree. really well, guys. Well, I think that's Keep what going. he was. Like, isn't he the page master? Surely. Yeah, but he doesn't crop up occasionally. Yeah, now you're right. You see him at the beginning and then the, the very end. end. That's yeah. it. That's give fair. me more of Christopher Lloyd. I think uh, we have something we have to determine, Tommy. Please, tell me. We have a rating system on this show. Oh, we certainly do. I've actually cut this out for some reason. And on this show, our rating system isn't... How many chapters? Five out of ten. Six out of six books out of twenty. I don't fucking know. <laughs> Whatever you want to do, it is not that. Uh, it is not a thumbs do do, up or a thumbs down. We do. Is it better or worse than the most average movie of all time? Aquaman, twenty eighteen. So, Tommy, I have a question for you. Is this better or worse than Aquaman? DL. Is it better or worse than Aquaman? DL. Yeah. I am going to have to tell you that this is significantly worse than Aquaman 2018. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't have the nostalgia for it. I didn't like most of the characters. Mm. It was weirdly sexualized. There was that thing going off in my head saying, is he being molested? Stranger this whole danger. Way the movie. Stranger danger. Stranger danger. Ju- none of it added up for me. I'm really sorry, mate. I, like, what I'll, about I'll, you? I'll be fine. I don't know if Richard will. <laughs> I don't know if he'll recover from in the, this. Hey, is that a... Play on Richie Rich? No. There's something in the trivia section of IMDb right. that said it was, but who knows? Okay, all right. It did come out in the same year. Interesting. Um, look, I'm not going <laughs> to say that you're wrong. I'm just going to say what's not being sexualized about Jason Momoa in watertight, wet jeans? Interesting. Also Good very points. sexual. Good points. But, but Sexual in a way that I'm down with. But he is a consenting adult. <laughs> so... I'm gonna have to agree with you, man. This is definitely worse than Document 2018. As but that doesn't mean I won't enjoy it for its nostalgia and its creativity yeah, at the time. That's what I wanted to hear. But if I'm gonna go, what do I choose to watch tomorrow? I'll probably not watch this again for another ten years. Yeah, no, yeah. I don't think I'll ever watch this again. Yeah, I'll have unless kids. it's like, yeah, unless yeah, like the kids yeah. really want to watch it. In which case, I'd be like, you sure you don't want to watch Jack Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's wrap up then. DL, do yeah. you have some true or false trivia before we finish? Sure, let's do it. You've actually already ruined my first one. Thank you, mate. I appreciate that. True or false, uh, Christopher Lloyd's character, Mr. Dewey, was named after the Dewey Decimal System. True or false, you've already said this. True. Correct. True or false, Frankenstein's monster does not actually appear in the final cut, but we do see him in the trailers. Is that true or is that false? Well, he's definitely not in the final cut, and it's I true. do think he was in the video game, so I'm going to say true because he might have been... It is true. Things, yeah. uh, he was also in the television spots and the theatrical cut and the home entertainment releases around the world from 93 to 95. 
interestingly appearing in deleted scenes and behind the scenes stuff and the video game, but not. Sounds like they the could have added film. a couple more minutes in horror. We should have done it. Anyway. True or false DL, this movie was based on a book. I think it's the opposite. I think books were made out of this movie. There were actually two versions of the book yeah. that were made from this. Uh, a I, novelization and a shorter junior novel. Because I've seen, you know, those like movie to book things that happen with animated movies. It was, that feels like one of those. Yeah. It sounds bad. Yeah. Ultimately, DL, I could have taken or left this. But as a kid, I reckon I would have probably enjoyed it for its quirkiness. It's not even quirky. Just, it's just unique. It's different. It's different. It's not another Let's princess movie. Let's go with movie. that, DL. Yeah. DL to wrap up, Johnson Correspondence. Let's hear it. Give it to me. We have a couple of awesome bits. Thank you, guys. We appreciate when you hit us up. We are at Podcast Symbol on Instagram or thepodcastsymbol.gmail.com or just go to our website, www.podcastsymbol.com. All our shit's there. You can find us. You just send us send stuff. We, you, we, you know, you like it. We get it. Friend of the show, Tom. Initial react. We got a couple of actually reactions to our, well, firstly, our podcast on Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 and people are finally getting to actually see it in cinemas. Nice. I know a few people haven't listened to that podcast yet because they want to take their time and see uh-huh. the movie first. Not everyone goes sees everything on the first night. I get it. It's, it's been fine. weeks. We just like to talk about it. It's been weeks. Well, we didn't do correspondence last week. I forgot. So these are actually from okay. last week. Friend of the show, Tom. He says he, firstly, loved the podcast. Thank you, guys. And also loved the movie. But he asks the question, is this James Gunn putting a big, big middle finger up to the MCU? Because it is in such its own unique box he says, is this him's effect, effectively his, like, parting gift as a middle finger? I think no, because, like, mostly there's things that happen in Guardians that eventually affect the old world or the, the broader world. Sure. But it's very that rare. one. In both. Okay. It's very, well, I guess, in any case, it's very rare for that world to insert itself into guardians didn't happen in any of the movies. Sure. They are, they've all been self-contained. So I think that's just what it was. And then mm. they would take things from guardians and use them in the broader world, which is probably what they do with this. So interesting. I was actually reading about this recently and I'd forgotten this. We, I'm sure we've talked about this on the show. Mm. So prior to James Gunn getting fired, fired by Marvel, yeah. the way it was going to work was with the MCU, he was going to be like a mini Kevin Feige. Mm. So Kevin Feige, in the big chair, watching over everything, focused mainly on the street-level heroes and just giving James Gunn some pointers on what's upcoming. And James Gunn was going to focus on the spacey wacy stuff. Mm. He was going to be that big cosmic dude, mm. which sounds freaking amazing. Yeah. And because of the whole scandal with his tweets, which, yeah, we don't condone that. Not good, not good sport, mate. But like... I don't even remember. He got cancelled for a minute. We yeah, but, some, but what it. was it? Did he was it homophobic? It was a. I think. Was, I think. Ironically, it was about molesting children, which, <laughs> like joke, like jokes about it, things that you probably shouldn't say. So it's just like a. It was just like a dark Twitter, joke. Pretty well, yeah, and it, it was in pretty bad taste. Anyway, so imagine that for the MCU. Yeah. You've got James Gunn heading up this wild cosmic section where the Guardians are off doing weird shit, and there's all. You know, like Adam Warlock and stuff. Now, yeah. that would have been fun. I don't... I agree. I don't think it was like a middle finger to the MCU. I think it was a love letter to what he's put on screen and like a great send-off for these characters. Yeah, that's for sure. I mean, like, dude, he... You know, the, the middle finger of the MCU didn't have to be 
ruining the thing that he worked really hard on of course. or like pissing people off from like, you know, that are in the cast and paid him a lot of money. The, yeah. The middle finger is I'm joining DCU to fuck you guys up. That's yeah. the middle finger. Well, he's, ta he's taking that man in the chair. Yeah. We also had correspondence from friend of the show, Andy. Thank you, friend of the show, Andy, who also sent in his overview review, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. He says he, w he finally got to see Guardians of the Galaxy the other night, but he only thought it was okay. Now, he particularly liked Rocket's backstory and how heartbreaking it was, mm. but he just didn't enjoy it as much as he hoped he would. Oh, and he's saying he's feeling like he's got a bit of superhero fatigue right now. I don't know where I stand on this. Like, I keep flipping backwards and forwards. Like, there's a part of me that's like, oh my God, yeah, like I, another thing. There's also part of me that's like, Secret Invasion's coming out in a couple of weeks, baby, and I am so in for that. I mean, I just think, it's not necessarily... Maybe there is some superhero fatigue, but I think that, like, maybe... I think you have a little bit of superhero I fatigue. I definitely have superhero fatigue, but this was, like, a good... Like, this was a story that was emotional, and, like, the big is only good if there's good small stuff, and they nailed the small stuff. 100%. So, like, that, to me, was a great movie. It, now, would I have liked it more if I didn't have to watch 20 bad Marvel movies before? Mm. Probably. Mm. Because they, all these movies have a similar... There is some level of yeah. climax that's the yeah, same. Yeah. It's, it, there is some yeah. level of repetitiveness just in the design of them. But... I think that's why I like Guardians so much. But even so... Just, like, the ending of it, like, even though they were just destroying a spaceship, like, it was yeah. quite small. It was like... It was effectively the Rocket getting his revenge. Yeah, and it was kind of funny because they, like... Yeah. Like, they were on the ship instead of saving them. They were... Like, my yeah. point is... No, I think it's, you know, there's fatigue for sure, sure. But that's the reason you weren't as excited for that movie is probably because it was like, there, you didn't hit his home. It's 10 years in the making, man. It's overhyped. Yeah, Eventually, you totally. can't live up to it. I, this should have come out years ago. Whatever it was, not 10. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah, no, yeah. I think it was eight years in the making. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. So I guess I'm not fatigued by it. I think I'm over the average ones. Yeah, like I think we can be more selective. I think I probably don't, and so far don't need to watch. I think we got so into watching MCU movies, like they all blend in together. These last ones haven't, so like we don't True. need to. True. Yeah. All right, final piece of correspondence, DL. Now we actually got sent this by a couple of people based on our, let's say, love for Henry Cavill. So a yeah. couple of friends of the show, and I'm going to call out friend of the show, Cat Pat, who sent this over, and a f <laughs> it is it is effectively a, it's kind of a piece of news. And it's Henry Cavill who came out this week and said he thinks this week came out recently and said he thinks gaming on his own is way more fun than going out and thinks that that is a perfect reflection of us. And I, I'm going to say, you're right. I am like Henry Cavill. Thank you for calling that out. I think for most, <laughs> for most things, I would agree. Yeah. I actually, these days... You know I'm getting old. I actually uh, do thoroughly. Sometimes I will make an excuse not to go out so just I can game. play a video game. Nothing wrong with that. I don't bro. get my lot of time to play video games. Yeah, I like fair enough. It. Fair enough. Well, thank you all for the correspondence, and thank you DL for sticking, and thank you everyone for sticking with it. Thank you, Tommy. It's been good. It's been real. Please pass the pod. Give us a review. If you like the Page Master, give us a review. If you didn't like the page master, give us a review for telling you why you shouldn't watch it. If you're Tommy, he gave you quite a few reasons. I gave you a lot of reasons. And I will say until next time, squad, laters, gators. Tally ho. Enjoy. Enjoy what? I don't know why I said that. You can cut that. Enjoy. <laughs> when does this get released? Life. When does this get released? Enjoy the weekend. <laughs> <laughs>